<laughs> it's not what you said the other week. <laughs> that was like, a different him. <laughs> that's right. He, he had like, been possessed by demon mosquitoes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> by the way, I have like scars from where I, those bumps are. I do too. All over. No shit. Yeah. The most Sanatobia mosquitoes. <laughs> Man, I don't I don't know what it is. Like I said, it got up like right where my pants, like my belt loops on my pants are. I got bitten there. Sorry. I didn't do that on purpose. I smacked my space bar. By the way, space bar does that. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Huh. Mine's not working. Yeah, mine's not working. Oh, oh. there we go. Nope. Nope. That was, uh, yeah, that space bar, but it does for me, anyways. Nope. <laughs> He's lying to us. <laughs> space bar gonna... malfunction. <laughs> I think mine's not working. I, uh, yeah. Sorry, guys. I don't know. <laughs> oh. Oh, it's it's working. It's just not raising my hand. Oh. <laughs> is my space working? No, my space is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Tom's on Facebook now. <laughs> Wait, is is it still out there? My space? So. Yeah. Oh, yep, yeah, it's here. No. Oh. Are there people what, on it? What is going on here? Oh God, no! I want to see it. Yeah, it's it changed like, a lot. Yeah, it looks like it's for like music. Yeah. It was really, you know, it, that was a big thing about MySpace too. You know, you could have that music on your page. I had typo negative on mine. Oh, I wish Lord. I could remember my old MySpace. Yeah. Login stuff just to see. Yeah, what, it was set up almost 20 years ago. Yeah. All right. Yeah, ready? Yep. You good, Chain? Or are you surfing MySpace right now? I, I am. I like. I searched my name and couldn't find it, so I typed in my old band name, and we still have a page. I'm like, hey, there's there's my old music. No shit. <laughs> oh. Now I gotta look. You know I gotta look. <laughs> God. That's all that's there, though. It's just. Just the music. Yeah. Huh. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Dead gummit shame. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even looking. <laughs> All right, I'll I'll stop. <laughs> oh. He wanted error appropriate colors. <laughs> Oh, all right. For realsies.
Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages. Welcome to the Paranormal Minds of JST. I am Tommy, and as always, I am here with my two best friends, Josh. Hello, hello. And Shane. Yar. What was that? He's a he's a pirate. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Oh shit. <laughs> okay. Got me got me off guard. <laughs> I'm crying. Oh, if y'all want to see what just happened, please join our Patreon and you can see that. Yes. I've discovered filters. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, man. <laughs> I got tears in my eyes now, too. Anyways. So, have y'all ever wondered what it's like to be immortal? I'm not talking about glowy, sparkly vampire immortal, or, uh, immortal where you stare at women while they sleep at night and for some reason people find that attractive i don't know why but it's creepy to me you don't have to be immortal to do that you don't but for some reason it's more acceptable if you're a vampire <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess <laughs> that's when it's okay our guy here is supposedly immortal we just recently dropped a video of it on the youtube channel on the paranormal history so check that out guys his name is the Counts of Saint Germain or the Comte de Saint Germain. For some reason, Mia and Paige went back and forth because I kept saying the Count of Saint Germain, which is like a D with a rolling R. And she's like, that's that's hard to say for most people. But you do it like it's nothing. And I'm like, it's easier than saying Germain, which is Germain. Anyways, this man was born. In about 1690, somewhere around there, it's believed he was the son of Prince Racuzzi, the second of Transylvania. He wound up hitting European high society in 1742. He was well-renowned, very well-educated, stuff like that. He was well-traveled for 52 years. This is what this man knew. He knew all about art, music, philosophy, uh, sciences, alchemy. Um, he knew pretty much all the major languages of Europe, as well as Chinese, Arabic, ancient Greek, and Sanskrit. He was also pretty wealthy. Some considered more wealthy than the other like nobility of the people he hung out with. He was supposedly 52, but people said he looked no more than 45. Now, in one account at a Madame Pompadour's party in 1760, this woman heard that Count of St. Germain was present and she saw him in Venice when she was a girl and she thought it was probably the son or the grandson of that Count St. Germain. So she went to introduce herself and, you know, be like, oh, you know, I think I knew your, your dad or granddad. She knew him around 1710. Okay. Now, 76, you know, that's 50 years right there. He nonchalantly informed her 
that no, he himself had been in Venice around that time. She retorted in saying that he'd had to be over 100 years old if that were true. He simply told her that's not impossible. He is also believed to be friends of King Louis the 15th, Voltaire, Casanova, Catherine the Great, Prince Charles of Hessel Cassel. He was uh, apparently employed to spy on England for Louis the 15th. He was also known as a great alchemist. He could apparently melt diamonds and turn all different types of metal to gold. And sightings go from, you know, of course, 1690 to 1742, 1784, 1785, 1820. People have seen him in 1820. And, and so forth. It just continued to go until uh, somebody else claimed to be him in 1970s. That's the basic gist of it. What are your guys' thoughts on it? Do you think he's really immortal or just some guy who looks exactly like him? It's an odd coincidence that the lady saw him in, would you say, Venice? Yeah, in Venice. And did it give a time frame, like how many years? You're, you're talking about 50 years, and around that time, he looked at to be about 50, you know, 45, 50. So he would have been significantly older looking. Mm -hmm. she, you know, probably wouldn't have recognized him you know possibly yeah if he had if he had aged appropriately yeah so what is saint germain like how are counts named some of them are named off of the regions so like uh you have the uh duke and duchess of essex um susex um the Earl of Sandwich. I don't exactly know why he had the name Sandwich, but I think it dealt with the Sandwich Islands, maybe. I can't remember. But they're they're normally named off of like regions and stuff. So, so where is Saint Germain? Germain? Saint Germain, I'm not sure. Oh, there's one in Wisconsin. Is he from Wisconsin? I, I, I doubt he's from Wisconsin. <laughs> he's he's from Wisconsin. I mean, 1690 is no, you know, he could be, but I don't think Wisconsin was a state and there was probably no St. Germain there. So around that time. Um, according to this is uh, the way a count or countess gets their name is. Um, it's a title originating from a Latin term meaning companion, which was given to high ranking individuals who served mm. the Roman emperor. Okay, so I was mostly going off of dukes and earls, Duke, but dukes and earls, but yeah, dukes uh, of hazard. The only count I know is from Sesame Street, so well, that is not true. You know, Count Chocula as well. No, yeah, Count Dracula, too. Yeah, boy, so is this dude a vampire? All the other counts we know are vampires, right. <laughs> I supposedly know it's believed he found the elixir to mortality through alchemy. Mm. But I'm reading this article here that says no one ever saw him eat anything. Yes, he did not eat anything. 
supposedly. Or if he did, <laughs> it, he would eat like, like let's say we, we go out to dinner, right? And we're going to like a steak restaurant. I might have, if I was him, I'd probably have like a little bowl of soup. I'll have a blue steak. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, there's that account. But no, um, a lot of people, it, it is believed that it, alchemy was his source because that's how he gained his riches was the fact that he knew how to manipulate the metals and do alchemy to uh, create a, a life elixir. In fact, some people were buying a type of cream off of him where they would just put a little bit on and it would like make them younger. So Botox. Hmm. They make a Botox cream, don't they? I think so. Maybe. I would assume mm -hmm. so. I mean, I know they make Botox injections. Well, which is essentially just nerve gas you inject into your face. Yeah, we don't want this part to move. Stiffen it up. <laughs> so, <laughs> I want my face but, to be frozen at some wild angles. <laughs> but I figured, you know, the, the thought of alchemy is very appealing to me. And mm. the fact of... Because essential, like, regular science is alchemy is pseudo, right? In a way. Right? Like, to turn iron into gold or stuff like that. But, I mean, what if there's a way to do it? I mean, obviously there was because there were alchemists all through the past, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's fool's gold. Yeah. In a weird way. But, you know, to the untrained eye, I mean, it's a meal ticket, man. You know? Yeah. To the well, person I mean, that's grilling it. This is something that always, and, and I could be stupid in saying it, right? Like, what makes fool's gold not as valuable as real gold? Because it's not gold. It's not what, as soft or malleable. It's made out of like, um, um, pyrite or 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 um you can mix i think a couple of different metals together to get a gold colored mm. i guess what i was trying to get at is you know I, and again this is me being stupid and everybody listening is like god he's stupid why does he talk and it's because it's my turn to talk but <clears throat> um <Don't leave>. But, I mean, like, I always wondered that, like, because fool's gold is worth nothing. But is it only worth nothing because we haven't put a value on it? I think I got your head. It's like the whole argument, like, we don't eat horse because someone decided we don't eat horse back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, same idea. Yeah. Or, or the concept of, like, why paper money is more valuable than, like, actual silver and gold coins in a way. Yeah. Yeah, and cryptocurrency is the same thing. It, it only yeah. has value because somebody is willing to buy it. Yeah. So <laughs> it's it's the basic of like Fallout, you know, bottle yeah. caps. Why bottle caps? Why not just coins or yeah, something like that, you know? So I get I get the alchemy and you know the the gold stuff on. That's where he got his riches. But if he was actually immortal, he would gain riches through other means anyway. I'm sorry, I'm still leaning towards vampire uh, because of the not eating and this, and especially uh, 
a guy in 1904 surfaced in New Orleans mm. over here. Uh, his name was Jack St. Germain, mm. but went by the Count of St. Germain and still hosted parties, still had wealth, and it was never seen eaten. And when he disappeared, they actually found blood-infused wine in the dude's place he was living. Yeah, but there's a huge neon sign with an arrow pointing, like in cartoons. It says, <laughs> "Vampire lives here." <laughs> a a woman actually was even reported. She jumped from the balcony at one of his parties. It was a prostitute he hired, and she claimed that he tried to bite her neck. And the police mm. did not believe her, so they went to question Saint Germain, and he was gone, and no one ever saw him again. And that's that Jack. Uh, Saint Germain, right? Mm-hmm. But it, here's the question, because I know, like, you had that other imposter. I, I claim to be an imposter in the 1970s who supposedly turned iron into gold in front of a studio audience in Spain. Of course, he wound up killing himself. Could that Jack Saint Germain be an imposter? No, he could. This guy had no reason to do it, though. The other guy was. Didn't he, uh, the guy in the 70s, dated uh, some famous musician or something? Yeah, some famous, I think it was a Spanish musician or French musician. So he was after something. This guy just just wanted to party, appeared, and then disappeared. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's a possibility. I'm not not knocking out Vampire. But I, I like the idea more... Because everything centers around vampires when we talk about immortals and literature and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Right. You know, like like that's the default go-to is vampires, which is fine and cool and all that stuff. But at the same time, I, I do like the fact uh, or the idea that he cre- made himself immortal without having mm-hmm. to essentially die in a way. Right. So I do like that idea. And I, you know, with the accounts of him selling like creams and stuff like that, that would euthanize people, euthanize, mm. <laughs> make, make people, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> make people look younger and stuff like that. You mm-hmm. know, um, I like to believe that the real Saint Germain is like an alchemist more than a vampire. So why, why do you think he wouldn't um, sell that? potion well you know whatever you want to call it the um immortal it, elixir mm-hmm. i don't know what if it's one of those things like he could only make one or maybe it's in order to have that potion you have to kind of like in in magic in order to bring forth life you must kill something right mm-hmm. like there has to be an equal uh, you know, equal thing. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Equal exchange, right? So, okay. in order, like, you want to, a lot of things, if you want to bring somebody back from the dead, you have to kill somebody, you know, and there has to be a balance. So, what if for this elixir, it's kind of the same thing, right? Like, by creating it, because that's essentially how alchemy works, too. It's also a balance, right? If I'm not mistaken. Maybe by creating that elixir, you have to do something bad to do it. And he did it just one time, and he was like, I'm never doing it again. You think he has a brother that he put in a suit of armor after he died? 
If you guys get the reference, sorry. <laughs> You're talking about Game of Thrones over there? Oh, Full Metal oh. Alchemist. Oh, oh. You know, he put his brother in the suit of armor. To mm. oh, yeah. Sorry. That was a reach. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen I've seen Full Metal Alchemist. I just yeah. Uh, yeah. I just didn't put two and two together. No. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I was thinking about the Alchemist guy on Game of Thrones who created, you know, the Dead Mountain dude. So we have a actual record of his burial in 1784. I'm curious uh, what would be there if we dug it up. I don't know. Well, 1784, probably nothing, really. <laughs> there might be some bones left, maybe. Yeah. I mean, it all depends like, what kind of coffin he used, uh, stuff like that. And they didn't really do embalming back then. So, where's he buried at? <laughs> right in my backyard. I was going to say, I think this is actually Tommy. Kind of looks like him. Yeah. It does not look yeah. like me. Yeah. Yeah. You if, you, have, yeah. If, if you had that hairdo, that's. Yeah. My hairdo's not in style anymore. So. <laughs> Plus, the dude looks 45. What are you guys saying? I look like I'm 45? Oh, no, no, no. You look like 50 or 60, but, you know, it. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so you were the Count of St. Germain, then came over here, battled in the Civil War. Then you were a vampire in New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. Tried to bite a prostitute and then ran away. Now I get it. Originally from I tried Wisconsin. to bite a prostitute. <laughs> yeah. Originally from Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, this thick southern accent says I'm from Wisconsin. Yeah. You went it, you went backwards in time from Wisconsin. <laughs> oh, so maybe that's it. Maybe not immortal, oh, not a vampire yet. He's like jumping through time, like a what is that chick flick? Uh, like the Notebook or something? Oh, you're talking about like uh, what is it? The a time, time traveler's, traveler's wife. Or... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he's yeah. just skipping all over the timeline. Yeah, I mean. That's a possibility. I mean, I'm not going to rule it out because it, it would make sense because he would just disappear too. Mm -hmm. You know, like he'd be there and then he'd leave and then he'd just show up somewhere else in a different time and be like, here I am. Here's let's have parties and, yep. you know, stuff like that. But, you know, for him at supposedly 52 to also be so diverse with languages like ancient Greek, all the languages of Europe, you know, Chinese, um, Sanskrit, Arabic, all that, like that to me says older, you know, than 52. Hey, Tom, will you do me a favor? Center yourself in your screen and just have your shoulders. Oh God. Yes. I was hoping, I was like, I need Photoshop. I <laughs> All right, continue the conversation. I'm uh, just going to do something real quick. Are, are you going to compare me to the Count of Saint Germain? You know, maybe. now that I'm now that I'm looking, they are you know, pretty similar. Maybe, oh, yeah. maybe, maybe that's the reason I can do that D into a rolling R. That is apparently hard. Maybe I'm actually saying it right, and everybody else is getting it wrong. Yeah. Yeah, because you can say that, but you can't say like hypothesis. 
<laughs> I can say hypothesis. Did I miss say that in the video? I I don't know. I was just making a generalization. <laughs> I can't say Massachusetts. So that works. Massachusetts. <laughs> what was it? Um, Paige told Ben, like, I can't say Massachusetts. And uh, he goes, what? My dad can't say Massachusetts? <laughs> Massive two shits. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so everybody in Massachusetts, I'm sorry. I can't pronounce it. I'm just a dumb Southerner. So. He will now, from this point forward, call you Massive Two Shits. <laughs> Are you done doing your thing over there trying to turn me into the, you know? Yes, that's, that's probably Okay. <laughs> Maybe that's the reason I haven't done any DNA stuff. You never know what you might find. Right. Dude, you guys even got the same facial expression. We do <laughs> not. <laughs> let me let me share my screen here. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna take a picture of this too with my phone. Like that same little half smirk. Oh, what's going on here? I don't know. I'm just <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> that is not me. Dude. Yeah, we you had no surgery. That's it. <laughs> Other than that, that's you. Oh, same eyebrows. Your eyes are open the same amount. Same smirk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's better looking. What can you say to that? Being younger is not the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> but to be fair, if people look 45, 50 years old, look that smooth skin, then that I mean we're doing we fucking up. <laughs> Especially since around that time. I mean, you look back even 50 years ago, like people who were like in their twenties, I say 50 years ago. Yeah, you can go 50, maybe even 60, 70. Let's just go back, you know, 1940s. People in their twenties look like they were in their thirties or forties, you know. Mm -hmm. so for him to look pretty smooth skin and stuff but you know if he was rich he could probably afford you know the best skincare money can buy right that was at the time mm -hmm. uh, it was pig lard and <laughs> manure droppings and bottles of piss it probably was it might have been I don't know oh I thought you were being serious I'm like what the hell <laughs> Maybe about the pig lard. There's, I don't know. But. I'm going I'm to Google skincare in the 1700s. So, Or pretend to Google. And actually, you're just reading your diary. <laughs> He's like, let me just flip through this. <laughs> oh, let me see here. Oh, yeah. oh, I remember this year. December 31st, oh. 1743. It was a cold winter's night. <laughs> it was kind of warm that night. <laughs> I was sharing some wine with Casanova and King Louis the Fifteenth. <laughs> oh, let's see. What was skincare? Uh, so, skincare as an art form, many people believe makeup was most beautiful when it was painted or layered on. Sauna, sweat cleansing, and milk baths. Milk baths. Mm -hmm. Some people still participate in sweat cleansings and saunas. So, I mean, there's still that. So, yeah. I don't know many people that participate in milk baths, but uh, mm, that's not 
What do you do when you get like poison ivy? No, that's oatmeal, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's oatmeal bath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you do like I do and scratch them and then pour bleach <laughs> on yourself. <laughs> yeah, that works too. Yes, it does. <laughs> It's not a, so, it's not it's not the greatest experience in the world, <laughs> but it works. So in the 1800s, uh, they used harsh cleaners, oatmeal, lemon juice, and egg yolks. Really, and you'll see it in a lot of older people that wear sunblock every day when they go out. As crazy as that sounds, uh, that has a lot to do with aging too. Mm-hmm. Of course, they didn't. I don't think they had like straight up sunblock that they knew was sunblock in the 1700s, but probably not. But I mean, if you layer makeup on, eventually it's going to block something out, right? Right. So, and, and and of course, men in these time periods would wear makeup as well. Yeah. You know, makeup wasn't relatively a gender, you know, specific thing. I forgot which century it was. But to look like you had, well, excuse me, tuberculosis, as I say, coughing. Um, that was a big thing. That's where the whole pale skin stuff was. Yeah, I believe that was the Elizabeth uh, Elizabethan. Um, yeah. Does it say what this guy, other than just alchemy, did he have? Like, did he have a specific line of work that he did? He just. Mm. Had he was just a rich man with, yeah, pretty much, yeah. He showed up, had a bunch of wealth. He he would talk to people like about arts and science and music and stuff like that. But as far as a job, as far as I know, just giving out those creams, that's about it. And I might be mistaken. I don't think he even took money for them. I think he just gave them to people he liked. Must be nice to have an endless supply of wealth just floating about. Yeah, but I mean, if if you're good with alchemy. Like he supposedly was. In fact, what was it that Casanova? Was it Casanova? Or was it Voltaire? He is a man who does not die and knows everything. That's me. Uh, he was a friend of Franz Anton Messier. Messier. Makes me wonder if he was involved in that whole like sound crystal rotating thing that he made. He's definitely got some kind of intelligence to him if he was doing alchemy and spoke Uh, several languages. Casanova's account of him was, uh, as he would say, in an easy, unsure manner that he was 300 years old and he knew the secrets of the universal medicine, that he possessed a mastery over nature and he could melt diamonds. All of this, he said, was mere trifle to him. He moved around a lot. Yeah. Um, going from England to France to Catherine, uh, Catherine the Great of Russia helped her take over the throne. Back to France. He mostly stayed around France and I think Spain. He did show up in France to warn uh, his friend Louis the XV's uh, grandson, Louis the Sixteenth, and his wife, Marie Antoinette, about the revolution he feared would come. So something else interesting I found about his death, uh, well, his original death mm-hmm. uh, in the 1700s. So very similar to the guy in New Orleans. They uh, they went into his house. There was some like just random junk, but there were no diamonds, jewels, gold, any other riches. 
uh, there was none of his personal items left there either. So if this dude was rich and had traveled around everywhere, you would think he'd have more than, you know, he had some receipts, some clothes, and like 13 shillings. And that's all that was in his house. That might have been a ploy. Right. Mm-hmm. People started questioning, like, wait, we were, we, you should not look this young. And he's like, shit, time to fake my death and bounce again. Yeah, yeah, because what that was in 1784, right? Uh, yes. Yep. Yeah. In 1785, only a year after his supposed death, he was hanging with the forefather of hypnotism. That's when he was hanging with uh, oh, okay. Ron Antoine Messier. Mesmer. Mesmer. I'm trying to be all French over here. Hey, and that's a possibility. I mean, if you live forever, eventually you just want to be left alone, right? Because I'm pretty sure people bug you, you know, about how is it that you, you're still young and you've lived forever and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You know? Yeah. And uh, I, I further believe, like, if, if we found him today, let's say he's still alive, right? And he just appeared. And we know that that's the Count of St. Germain. What do you think would happen? How would we prove it, though? I mean, we got DNA testing, essentially. I don't know what to test it against, but... Right, that's what I'm saying. Carbon date? His skin? <laughs> like, I don't know if we could even do that, you know? <laughs> right, because I mean... You shed skin so much, you know? But if you were immortal, I feel like you wouldn't shed skin. Well, what about... um certain type of blood tests that talk about diseases and stuff. You know, I mean, he would have to have them though, right? I mean, if he ever wound up with scurvy or whatever, you know, but then again, I mean, people nowadays wind up with scurvy. So yeah. What do you need to fix that Uh, lemon juice? It's just some good old vitamin C. I mean, I I feel if, if you could prove that that is the count of St. Germain, right? I feel that somebody would get a hold of them and run all the tests or like force him to tell them because as, as you know, as humans, we are obsessed with the idea of mortality because we don't want, you know, once we're dead, you know, we, we want to live forever. We've sent out whole, you know, explorations on for the fountain of youth and things of that nature. Everybody's trying to find ways to live longer, even nowadays. Right. <clears throat> you know, we want to wind up living you know, essentially forever, but, you know, a hundred years or 200 years, stuff like that. And I feel if somebody had that secret, you want to keep that secret close, especially if it deals with something as horrific as maybe taking someone else's life and you need like the blood of a baby or something to create the elixir. You wouldn't want anybody finding that out. Yeah. And, And I'm sure, you know, like, corporations and stuff like that. I really feel it'd be our most powerful, like politicians and corporations and stuff like that, that would want it, find it. Uh, Of course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But then again, what would be more beneficial, you know, eternal life or being able to make gold out of iron. If you could truly turn iron into gold and it'd be valuable as gold, then I think that's what I'd do. Do I want to live forever? Yeah, I do. Um, I, everybody talks about how horrible it would be. You would see, you know, you would see everybody die. This, that, and the other. Well, yeah, that's a part of life. I would, I would love to live forever until I wouldn't, and then 
uh, I would just be miserable, but mainly because I'd like to see what direction the world goes in more than anything. It is, it is kind of like curious to think about the world after, you know, mm-hmm. like what direction it would go in. Would it, would we destroy ourselves, which I believe we would. Uh, I, yeah, I, we're definitely I, going to. I feel, I feel the world is already in a state of decay just from uh, recent events that, that have happened and the way we treat the world. That's just my personal belief. I I think that's, that's fact, man. (laughs) We we know we've destroyed it. I mean, mean, yeah, but I mean, even talking about the mentality of people in general, you know, I, I don't, I, I wonder if we're at a point to where there is no comeback and, I think that's why a part of me is like, I, I wouldn't want to see that. If if it was, we we're at that point, I don't know if I'd want to see that. That's understandable. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people would. Mm-hmm. I would. But I'm just, I'm curious like that, you know? Yeah. With your luck, Josh, as soon as you hit the make me immortal button, we're going to break out into nuclear war and everybody and everything's going to be dead, except for you, like five days later. <laughs> what is I'm it? Like, oh, <laughs> right you're like what is it have, have you heard uh have y'all read the book i have no mouth and i must scream apparently this is written back in like the 60s a supercomputer each country started building their own supercomputer and eventually it wound up connecting to all the other supercomputers and like they were digging into the ground to run wires and stuff because you know it's the 60s supercomputer you know wasn't like we think of it now um well the computer took over and killed everybody, but like four humans hmm. and kept them alive for like a hundred years more. And every time they would try to die, it bring them back. It keep them from killing themselves until it was at a point where like, they just went insane. Sounds fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just strange. Thinking that made me think of that book. Yeah. Or <laughs> you're just sitting there like everybody's gone and you're just like, so you, you mentioned Tommy, you're like, what, uh, what would we do if we got a hold of Count St. Germain and if he was still around and yeah, of course experiments, maybe that's what actually happened in the seventies. They, he came out of hiding, they got him, faked his death mm-hmm. and brought him somewhere and, you know, figured this stuff out. Um, but that got me to thinking too. What if all he did was the, uh, blood transfusions through the year from, um, mm-hmm. uh, like child, children, you know, that the conspiracies out there people are doing now, they're taking that to keep themselves alive. Mm-hmm. What if he just, that's what he did? Because I feel like that stuff started around the 70s. So they got him, they tortured him, he gave a secret. That would also explain why while in New Orleans there was blood and bottles. Like he wasn't a vampire, he was just doing transfusions. Yeah. And, and that might be why he kept it a secret for so long is because that's what you had to do is like take the blood of kids. But I mean, it's a possibility. I mean, I'm, I don't want to rule that out. How many kids did he kill through the years? How many kids did you kill Tommy? Yeah. Yeah. That's the question. Um, well, there was an orphan in, in France that, you know, he took out the whole orphanage. <laughs> Look, do you know how much blood do you need to fill one vial? <laughs> do you hear all this, FBI man? We know you're listening. God, yeah. Wouldn't it be crazy if they're like, oh, what? He's immortal? 
they come like arrest me for being immortal and killing kids that didn't happen but okay oh now you <laughs> say it didn't happen it's too late it's too late for that <laughs> yep <laughs> Shane's been recording these conversations just himself and just editing parts to where it looks like I'm crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do the same thing. It's okay. <laughs> That's all right. I do the same thing too. I just release it on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I just publicly announce it on the, or release it. So uh, speaking of the seventies, do you think that guy in the seventies was the count of St. Germain that claimed to have been uh, something about him didn't feel legit like why I come out of hiding just for some famous singer i i don't know I, maybe he's running low on funds how long can you stretch infinite wealth i don't know well i mean there comes to a point <laughs> too of, you know you look at we went from trading gold bars and rubies and stuff like that to trading paper money around that time too so I mean, I'm sure he could have exchanged it, but I mean, where do you go to exchange that stuff? You know, you go to the bank or to the well, pawn shop. We knew what fool's gold and, and, and stuff was, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. if alchemy was his thing and he was, in fact, changing it, they would have figured it out. Mm -hmm. But supposedly he killed himself by asphyxiation by, you know, suffocating himself in his garage. But the thing is, is he does not look like the picture of the Count no. of Saint Germain, you you look more similar than he does. I do not look like him. <laughs> nah, to be fair, he his, his his similarities aren't enough for me to believe that. Mm -hmm. The eyebrows aren't arched the same way. The nostrils aren't shaped the same. His mouth is similar, but not shaped the same. I don't know if he is or not. I, I you know maybe he's an alien. Yeah. That weird ass head. He might be. <laughs> he might be. So. So now it makes me wonder if you guys think I'm an alien because y'all say I look like him and I, he has a weird shaped head. And I said, well, I have a weird shaped head. Yeah, you do. Take on it. Figured I do have out. a tiny head. I do have a tiny head. I'm putting on my suit to go alien hunting. <laughs> <laughs> where, where you at, Tommy? Where you at? <laughs> This should be in the preview. I'm just saying. <laughs> just just these clips. There you go. That's too funny. <laughs> well, I think I got all, all my thoughts on this. Yeah. yeah. We can go ahead and do final thoughts. I know you said it was a cop-out, Tommy, but I, I, I feel like either vampire or blood transfusion. But either way, he's immortal, he's traveling the world, and he does it by taking in blood mm. so i'm i'm equal on transfusion or blood sucking uh, i i lean a little more towards the transfusion mm. since he was a classy guy and liked the parties but maybe he liked the parties because he could get the people you know and stay liked mm. and uh so one one or the other mm. well i mean the, the only cop out I think is like just the whole thing with the vampires. Now the blood transfusion, I'm totally behind you with. Mm. So, but I just feel like it just seems like every time we deal with an immortal, it, it has to be like a, a vampire or something like that. And, you know, I would like to something different, you know? So, yeah, no, yeah. 
Well, gents, I'm going to have to say vampire. <laughs> I'm going to say vampire for the sheer fact that he kept blood and wine. Mm -hmm. And you're not transfusing that blood into your body safely mm -hmm. and living. Um, I'm not saying you couldn't. They couldn't get you drunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm three bottles in. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I would have said the original thing. It'll have you in no time. But <laughs> oh, um, yeah, I'm gonna have to go with with vampires on this one. Um, I don't think I don't know if blood transfusion was a thing in the 1700s. I know bloodletting might have been, but. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think I'm gonna stick with the vampires on this one, just for the sheer fact of the wine bottles with with blood in them. Yeah, mm -hmm. maybe he, he just has to consume it come some kind of way, you know. I'm gonna disagree with pretty much both of y'all on this one. I I really feel like, and that's just because I, I just don't want it to be a vampire. <laughs> 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 but I I really feel like dealing with alchemy, he did find an elixir, and if it does involve blood, then it does involve blood. But yeah, I didn't think about that. I'm I'm gonna go with like probably alchemy on a simple fact of, you know, maybe to keep life he had to sacrifice life, and that's one reason he didn't give it up and like the secrets to it, things like that. And I just want to go with alchemy on it. So I'm gonna say he's an alchemist. That's fair. That's fair. I didn't think about the the elixir needing blood, but yeah. But anyways, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. This is available on the YouTube where we dive a little more. Well, I say we, we dive a little more into the history and backstory of the Count of St. Germain. So check that out. Shane did a great job editing it because I was horrible at recording it. So <clears throat> nice. <laughs> Props to Shane. And I was about to talk shit about you, but I, I will not now. I'll see. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so check it out uh like subscribe and follow on that channel also helps us out here too as well and uh check us out on facebook and instagram twitter we have a patreon so if you really enjoy the content and make you laugh or make you think about just the weird stuff that the world has then uh please uh donate to us to help us do this more so we can bring you more content that we hope you will enjoy as always, tell us what you think.